Welcome to the Made Me Watch podcast. I'm Leah, and we have a special guest today. Her name is Henny. It's Kate. It's Kate Hensler, aka Henny. Henny. It's Henny. So, Henny is in town from New York, and she fucking loves the WWE. I really do, and I got into it when it got really lame. <laughs> I got into it in, like, 2008, 2009, for the most part, when everybody was complaining about how bad it was. So the bar for me, very low. <laughs> and a fan of the Bella Twins? No. no? Okay. <laughs> I like the Bella Twins, but I, I don't watch wrestling anymore. That's the thing. So I kind of... I get why they did what they did, but now women's wrestling has really improved with in-ring skills. So they kind of came up at a time where, in the diva era, in-ring skill was not something anyone cared about. The divas matches were largely the pee break of WWE Raw or SmackDown. But um, since NXT came along... And they've improved um, the trainers at the lower levels for women. The talent has just gotten so much better. So they don't really fit in in the current landscape, which I think is probably why they're more part-timers now. Right. So they're, like, fine for what they do. <laughs> but <laughs> if I like seeing them in a WWE ring, it's, like, not so much. But Total Bellas, Total Divas, that's kind of their alley, and they're good at that, and they seem like fine people. So, <laughs> But in the wrestling context, it's not my thing. So we watched the part or the two part special about Nikki's bachelorette in Paris. Yes. So they made those, it abundantly clear yes. it was in Paris. But they weren't <laughs> using sets that they were actually in front of. <laughs> no weird green screen effects or anything. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> But for people that don't watch Total Bellas or don't know anything about it, it's about the two sisters, the Bell Twins, who were, are-ish, WWE wrestlers, and it follows them, their life around. Nikki Bella has been in the news and uh, just gossip mags galore due to her engagement, breakup, re-engagement, and final breakup with John Cena. Final is a funny way to say fake. (laughs) But we'll get into that down the line. (laughs) I mean... Whatever. (laughs) But, so, the drama of this season has been their initial cancel of the wedding, the re-wedding, and then the finale, which airs in, like, 22 minutes, will be the final. So, the other sister, Brie, is a hippie motherfucker. <laughs> Married um, to the hippiest motherfucker. <laughs> like, they went on a date and did goat yoga. Whatever. <laughs> no. And I he like do yoga, and I don't want to play with goats. Okay, I would love to play with ghosts, but not do yoga with them. But I think they, like, capped out on the hippiness when he wanted a composting toilet. And she was like, no. Like, I'm a hippie, but, like, 
I'm not just like having poop around. <laughs> yeah. No. So, so, so And they kind of now. like the Bella twins have their kind of good cop, bad cop thing. Like Nikki's very over sexual and kind of has a little more snark to her and Bree's a little bit softer, focused on motherhood, hippie kind of thing. So they definitely amplify both parts of their personalities for that, I would say. Right. And and Nikki's very obsessed with like has to wear a Prada and Yes. Be very like Frou-frou, for lack of yeah, a like all very high-end stuff. I mean, she was engaged to John Cena, who had more money than anyone probably knows what to do with at this point. So that certainly makes it easy. True. But like that part of her image is much more important to her. And I think Brie had a little bit more of that. But now that she's a mom, it's like really out of the picture for her. So, and honestly, I'm sure now that they're not making full-time money at WWE, like they definitely are making money through other streams of income for right. sure but it's like daniel bryan was injured and not working as much for a while so i think you know it's not like a two-week paycheck every two weeks right and so um i think there's a lot of awareness with that <laughs> right and also daniel bryan went in a composting toilet so clearly <laughs> he understands when you spend money on things not at all right <laughs> preferably on a like a fully functioning toilet than like a cool bag. <laughs> right. It's just very all weird. So they were in Paris or green screen, depending on <laughs> which side you take. And the whole time, I think we can agree that Nikki seemed miserable. Yeah. And just like, because Nikki's always been kind of the party girl of the bunch like you really expected it to be kind of like go wild go crazy and it was all very tame and she spoke pretty openly about how like she's been peeling away a lot of layers of the like frou-frou wedding stuff that you would come to expect and it does seem very unnatural i guess yeah and there is one point where she actually facetimes with john and it almost seems like she just didn't want to talk to him yeah she was like i'm tired i'm not having like she didn't say she wasn't having fun but it just seemed like the distance was palpable we'll say yeah so they did the whole thing they went to the eiffel tower which is where i got engaged yeah you did (laughs) i freaking love the eiffel tower i love looking at it i've always been obsessed with it so like every time they're there i'm like oh good times it was, yeah. And there was kind of the subplot line of her brother and her mom were there and they felt uncomfortable being in the bachelorette setting. So they went to do other Paris things. Correct. And they talked very openly about the attacks in Paris and that uh, the Bella's mom was actually a mile away from when they happened. So there was this kind of. It, it, we would call it a B storyline if it was a traditional TV show, but yeah. it's a reality show and they're not supposed to have them, but it totally was. And it was a good storyline. Like, I actually think the mom and JJ had way more fun than the Bella. <laughs> it seemed that way. And it was actually edited really well. They, like, kind of 
had it side by side of like Nikki and the girls having tea and then JJ and the Bell's mom were like just going crazy and doing shots of tequila like in a pub getting down and dirty having fun drinking both of them like yeah drinking wine in the street going on Ferris wheels so it was kind of fun I liked the juxtaposition of that so did I Uh, so I didn't take notes, which normally I do so that we can talk about it, but I think we're just going to get into the main great debate (laughs) that me and Kate have had this whole season and it is, did they actually break up? Okay. So there's two things that should be stated. One, Leah used to watch wrestling, so she knows better. Can I swear? Yeah. You fucking know better. (laughs) So, in wrestling, they have what is called a work. And that's generally when you do something fake to boost ratings and play it out like it's real. And it's common practice in wrestling. And I think this relationship is actually most definitely a work, like the breakup. I do think they actually broke up at some point. I don't think they are currently not engaged in planning a wedding. So I think there's some realism to it. And But I just don't buy that this breakup coincidentally happened like around the season finale and when ratings were down from season two. Like It's just all a little too coincidental. And... They asked for privacy and then went on a media blitz about their breakup. So I just don't buy it at all. So my whole theory on this is neither John on <laughs> neither John Leah Cena turned into a dog. <laughs> uh, neither John Cena or Nikki Bella are that good of actors. I was gonna say the one thing that like holds waterman with your argument is that she's never been that good on Mike. <laughs> but like even his Good Morning America interview where he said he wanted to have kids with her, which has been a point of contention and wanted her back, seemed very put on to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It reeks me, of a wrestling work. <laughs> to me that's well, you also have to remember, when I was watching wrestling, they did the work stories, but I watched wrestling during the Attitude era. Which, when people actually liked it, as opposed to me who dove in when it got terrible. <laughs> right. And during Attitude Era, there was so much shit and actual problems going wrong yep. that they just showed them. There, uh, there wasn't a lot of storylines because shit was going crazy anyway. Yeah, Lita and Edge probably being the biggest focal point of that. Of right. Lita, Edge, Matt, Hardy Jeff was a very Hardy. private thing turned public, turned storyline. Turned people got fucking arrested. Yes, yeah. Looking at you, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> How's that heroin addiction? Still wrestling. Still probably a heroin addict. Yeah. Still wrestling. That was the most insane thing to me because when that whole situation with Matt, Edge, and Lita happened, I was a diehard Hardy Boys fan. But I had started noticing, and I was probably like 14, 15, I had started noticing that Jeff Hardy was incredibly off in the ring. And I was just like, there's something not right. And Jeff Hardy had an insane acrobatic style of wrestling like matt hardy 
total workhorse kind of grappler, but Jeff Hardy was jumping off of ladders and was, it was let bananas. Let me see how, how I can go and how many backflips I can do onto somebody. And like, should not be alive. Like, the stunts he's pulled are insane. And the whole thing was that was like, he just suddenly like, wasn't going as crazy as he used to and he looked not there. And I had never been around addiction or drugs at that point in my life. So I didn't know what that was. I just knew something was off. And then when it all came out that, like, he failed, like, multiple WWE drug tests. And I could remembering all these facts wrong because it was a fucking long time ago. <laughs> and I have picked up many different obsessions and dropped many different <laughs> obsessions since that one. But, yeah, it was bad. And it was, like, when I look back on it, I'm like, Oh, yeah, he was super high. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big time. And not, then, not like, they look. had a live sex show with Edge and Lita in the ring. I don't know if you remember that, but that's, like, pretty infamous. Vaguely, yeah. Uh, just weird. Just very. fucking weird shit happening in the Attitude Era. Because everybody was on drugs. <laughs> and then that whole thing, the Edge, Lita, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, kind of, and kind of ended up with all of them getting fired yes and so there was team extreme which was the hardy brothers and lita and i think it was matt hardy had injured himself and in that time like his relationship with lita fell apart and she was kind of seeking everything she needed from edge instead and matt hardy found like a text message or something edge and lita were injured I think they both had neck At the same surgery. time, okay. She had a really bad neck injury um, that like, she sustained in an amazing match, actually, with Trish Stratus. So that makes sense. So okay. they were able to, like, empathize over that would make more sense. And then Matt Hardy was probably off doing tag team things right. with uh, Jeff Hardy. So, But all that to say, they didn't really break up. Nikki Bella and John Cena are totally together. <laughs> <laughs> It's just too coincidental of the timing. I don't think that they didn't break up at some point. I believe in a lot of the struggles that they presented. I just, it's just the timing is too perfect to me. I, I kind of go the other way. I think they broke up way before. Okay. And I don't think they're still together. I, I do believe when both of them say like, I still love them because I totally understand that. Like when you're with someone for that long and you end not on a vicious way of like so-and-so cheated on me, so-and-so stole from me or whatever it may be. When you end just a, this doesn't work anymore. It's almost actually worse because you can't hang your head on. They did this terrible shit to me or I did this terrible shit to them. Yeah. You, get stuck in this, we love each other, we want to be together, and it's not working, and that sucks. It does, but why go on Good Morning America and say you want to have kids with that person, and that you would do anything to get them back, and for Bree to be like, no, I love John like a brother, I understand that can be sincere too, but like, it just seems like it's too much of a gray area for them not to actually be together or getting back together to me. I mean, I'm hoping they get back together. Exactly! I, and they want you to watch season four of Total Palace. I, watch, <laughs> I made you watch, like, 
two hours of very cavalier. <laughs> just to spite Bryant, because Jay Cutler is. <laughs> by the way, fucking terribly wonderful show. <laughs> the bar is fucking low for the bullshit I'll watch. I'm in for season four, no matter what happens between Nikki and John. But also, I'm in for JJ and his mom to have their own show going around America <laughs> trying to help people with anxiety. I'm all about that. Like, fuck yeah, sign me up. So that would be the spinoff of Total Bells, which was the spinoff of Total Divas, which was born out of WWE. <laughs> right, right. So. But if they do a spinoff of Total Bellas, and as long as they don't use the word Bella... Or Total at this point. <laughs> true. <laughs> like, they could just name it JJ and Mom. And then they don't have to pay the WWE. That's probably Every true. episode. But she's watch- married to John Laurinaitis now, right? The yeah. WWE, like, head of talent relations or whatever, I think. Yes. Yeah. But they can be on the show. But if... WWE has some fucked up contracts. Oh, other. big time. John Cena's being the worst of all because it was his actual name. So anything John Cena does, WWE gets 10% of, even if it has nothing to do with WWE. And producer rights. That was, uh, that was the big thing with The Rock. Because, and that's why he started going by Dwayne Johnson. Because Dwayne, Dwayne, just the most baddest guy in the world going by Dwayne is amazing. <laughs> but yeah, he had to, every movie he was in was produced by WWE. Vince McMahon's name was on it. And WWE. Wow. And if it was promoted in any way. If he went on a television appearance in The Good Morning America, and they said Dwayne The Rock Johnson, WWE got money. Wow. Yeah, they fuck people. Bad. Oh, yeah. You're talking to a hardcore CM Punk fan. I'm in on it. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely, like, um, Undertaker, I think. Yeah. Is one of the few who owns the rights to his name. CM Punk owns the rights to his name. Yeah. Mankind owns the rights to his name. Uh, there's very few, but for people like John Cena, you fucked, dude. Yeah. Like, you needed to trademark your name before you got into wrestling. I think he was the kind of guy that, that's when everybody started to realize, like, if I'm going to use my legal name, I have to create some distinction. And that's why Brian Danielson is Daniel Bryan. Like, there's... John Cena was kind of the tipping point for that awareness, I think, contractually. Because even William Regal was kind of an advocate for, like, you should use a ring name and your own name as separate things. Because you're separate entities at that point. I think it was Mankind who talked a lot about that, too. Probably, yeah. Yeah. And there was somebody else. And when your character goes through as many variations as Mankind did, like... Yeah. That's also its own thing, because do you want to drag your name through the mud of all those character evolutions? Right. Especially being a heel? Like, uh, that's a bad guy for people who don't follow wrestling that are watching. But, like, if you're going to be an asshole as a character, do you want that associated with your name? John Cena will never turn heel, because he's a boy scout. But, (laughs) for other people, that's an issue. John Cena? Yeah. He's been a face his whole life. He came up. 
as like Thugonomics John Cena, but he's been face for yeah basically the entire time I watched, which is why everyone thinks it sucks. <laughs> Whatever, I've been watching wrestling in like ten years. No, that's not <laughs> true. Bryant made me watch um, Ronda Rousey's premiere. Which, I'm pretty sure her name is already trademarked because of all the UFC Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Because the UFC fighters trademark their names right quick. Yeah, and she already has the leverage, too. Like, WWE is now holding her by the balls. Like, she's she's bringing them value instead of them saying, you're a nobody, we can do whatever we want with you. Very much the opposite. She's like, hey, buddy. I worked for that asshole, Dana White. <laughs> Here's my attorney. Yeah, exactly. And Please and thank you. Your whole contract was, her whole contract was about WrestleMania buys. Like, it was just yeah. to get viewers for WrestleMania. So, but she did all right. Whatever. <laughs> I'd rather watch, like, ten hours of wrestling than two hours of UFC. <laughs> I watched both. Nope. I get why Ronda did what she did. Like, why not make a ton of money fake fighting and not put myself and my body through it and be able to create what terms I want to create right. and get physically destroyed every time. I was going to say, and also not work for a misogynistic asshole. But what? Vince is worse, maybe? <laughs> I don't think so. Really? Dana White is an epic piece of shit. I, I can't. I mean, Vince had women on leashes on camera, though. But again, as we were talking about earlier in the car when we were talking about that other podcast I'm listening to, it was the 90s. Yes. Things were stupid. Yeah, but they were stupid in WWE till like, three years ago, and it was only because the demand was there. Right. Yeah. So, they both suck. Yeah, true. <laughs> And one of them was running for Congress. Vomit. <laughs> Just vomit. Win? Vomit all over the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> she lost, right? Yes. Okay. But then she got a position in the Trump cabinet, I think. Of course she did. Of course. Killing it. Killing it. Okay, so. It's a work. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't a good actress either. <laughs> Very true. Very true. I believe it was real to an extent. I don't think the timeline was what it was, and I don't think they're not together now. I don't think the timeline was was what it was. I don't think they're together right now. Well, she was spotted at LAX without her engagement ring on. Yeah. That's the hottest off the press. I think what happened, actually, was people realized it wasn't real, so now they're trying to double down and make it look like it's real. (laughs) I honest to God think that's what it is. Which you can do when you have that much money and competing schedules. Like, oh, I moved out into this house, which we could easily afford in addition to it. Yeah. As an investment, as a rental property, as a total Bella's girls getaway, because they have so many of those. (laughs) They're not even just, like... It's like their brother's wife, Nikki, Brie, and their yep. mom are like always together. Always. I like and it. if you watch Total Divas, 
it started with like, oh, we're going to do destination bachelorette parties. And then it was like, I'm stressed. Let's go to the Napa. <laughs> and they probably have airfare miles for the rest of their life because of what they do and right. hotel miles. So they can probably do that. But it's just like, it went from this is an occasion to like, I don't want to be here. Let's go to somewhere amazing. <laughs> I mean, hashtag cool. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no criticism in that. But just like them buying a house somewhere else, you could rent it. It makes sense. Like you could go there whenever you want. Right. And then it makes sense as an investment to me. But I mean, it would be nice if it was real. So there was authenticity to it. But then if it's real, then it's really sad. So <laughs> it's like kind of a lose-lose. But so what did you think of her bachelorette party overall? Um, it was a little boring. It was a little boring and felt a little, like, put on and intense. Like, it seemed like she didn't want to be there. I felt like it was weird that there were no other WWE superstars there, though they did say it was, like, leading up to WrestleMania. So, that makes sense. But, I don't know. It just, it it felt very produced and very not Nikki and very boring. But I think that's kind of the point was, like, my relationship is ending. And so she kept just like diminishing everything. Right. So I kind of makes think sense. They broke up before that. That would make sense. So they like, yeah, still had to send all these people on a plane because they still had a TV show to shoot. That would make sense. Yeah. And with Brie not asking, which this whole season, Brie's been asking like, how are you doing? What's going on? This whole episode, Brie never once asked her how you're doing. Yeah. She just kept commenting on how miserable she looked. Yeah. And how it wasn't her sister. It's like, yeah, yeah you'd ask. Yeah. You'd be like, Big time. bitch, what's wrong? Yeah, you're not having fun. And all the people you love are in Paris with you. And then Nikki kept apologizing, too. She kept saying, I'm really trying for you guys. Yeah. And so to me, that was like, yeah, they, they Kind of an up. indicator. Yeah. It's sad. Very sad. Hopefully they get back together. Have some children. As they are, probably already. (laughs) But it's been, honestly, explaining that to people has been funny. Because you wouldn't ever even think of that unless you knew wrestling and knew that they came up in a wrestling environment. Like, I don't think you would register that as even being a possibility. And everyone's like, it's a work. (laughs) It's also an e-reality show. Yeah. So, the fakeness, yes. But... The idea that it would be done in the same way that WWE does things is kind of funny. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. But I like my theory better. (laughs) That's fair. I do like, I can't imagine, like, they were together for six years, whether they're still together or not. So that's that's a lot of time for a relationship. A lot of people were like, oh, he just got divorced. She has fake big boobs and they're on the road together like this will die out and a whatever like that was six years either real or fake like that they've been together so that's sad like if yeah. if it really did end and like she's 34 he's 38 I think so it's like they gave each other a lot of years of the best years of their life so that's tough and they're like kind of both moving on from WWE so this is probably like they were thinking like oh these will be the years we get to be together and develop and yeah so that's that's sad if it's real 
It's also sad, too, because she talks about how she wants kids, like, desperately. A lot, yeah. And she is 34, and as shitty as it is, up to a certain age, it's harder to have kids. And it's really hard for wrestlers to have kids because of what they do with their bodies. She wasn't the most physical wrestler, but um, previous episodes of Total Divas with Paige, and you hear a lot about it, of just not being able to do that because they just put their bodies through such extreme stress so yeah. it's sad and she had a very severe neck injury too so twice. it doesn't take much twice yeah twice yeah, so she had two neck surgeries that was yeah last season was their second one yeah so fucking brother and re- they were related right because she had a weird situation where like her it was like a disc it was a hernia but it was like the disc protruded all the way through the muscle or something it was not so yeah. It was a, like, they didn't know if the surgery would work. Yeah. If she would ever, not even be able to wrestle, but if she would ever be able to move her head. It was not good. Yeah. That's sad and scary. Right. And the fact that, like, what drives me nuts about wrestlers in general and UFC fighters, too, and just those types of athletes, what drives me nuts is, like, you have a doctor sitting here who all he does is neck surgery for wrestlers. That's it. That's his whole paycheck. Yeah. Gets a lot of fucking money from them. <laughs> but he's sitting here telling you, dude, don't wrestle. And she's like, how long is I can get back in the ring? Yeah. No, no. Dude, don't, don't wrestle. wrestle. And they even did that for when they did the Royal Rumble yes. episode. Where it was like, the doctor said, you can't do A, B, and C. And like, two minutes into the ring you got a million things going on. There's no way that other girl's going to remember that you can't do A, B, and C when she's yeah. fighting, like, 30 people. And, of course, the first thing she did was A, B, and C. Yeah. Muscle memory, too. Right. And the thing was, with her, her, like, signature finishing move was what did that to her. So that's that's a tricky thing to remember to forget to do. Right. <laughs> you have to remember move. to forget your signature move, basically. So, But I will say, like, she didn't... She came back for the sake of some ring appearances, but it's not like she came back full-time on the schedule that she was, so I kind of get it, but it, like, yeah, like, <laughs> that was when Edge retired. He had a very similar injury to Nikki, right. actually, and he said, like, I don't want to be the guy that dies in the ring because he didn't know when to get out. And he was just like, it sucks. I don't want to retire. Like, this blows. My career is over. He was super honest in his goodbye speech. and But that was it. He was just like, I don't want to be that guy who dies super young or gets paralyzed because I didn't know when no to, to get out. Up. And it was heartbreaking because he's like in his 30s at that point. It sucks. Paige retired and she's 24 because of a neck injury she had. So Well, it's like some of the football players now. That yes. Reti- like, one guy retired last week. He's 24. And he's just like, nope, I don't want to get CTE. Yeah. <laughs> and I think WWE's going to run into a few problems. One, I think wrestlers are going to unionize and they're going to have a huge issue on their hands. It's kind of ridiculous they haven't already, honestly. And I think the other thing is, you see what happens with football. They're on the road 365 days a year and doing incredibly physical hard work. Like, there's no way there's not a link there. And I think a lot more is going to come out about it and it's going to get bad. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in landscaping. And I think 
when Sia Punk did his, like, airing of grievances podcast a little bit to tell his side of the story, uh, th- that was the beginning of something that they never wanted to fight because he said a lot of these things. CM Punk was great on the mic, pretty good in the ring, and very smart about the business. And he said a lot of things on that podcast. Perfect example. They went from a pay-per-view model to a WWE network. And he said, how are we getting compensated? We were always compensated based on ad buys and how many people were buying the pay-per-view. So the headliners would get more money. Headliners would get more money. Sorry. And now it's a network with subscribers and nobody's buying per event. So how are they going to get compensated? Launch the network. Never explained it. Like all these little (laughs) intricacies that he had really basic questions about they didn't have answers for and some of the stuff that he said about like why haven't they unionized they're going to unionize ct is going to be an issue the nfl is paying out the butt for to the players association for all of the stuff that's going on there he was like the same thing is gonna happen and they don't even see it coming and i think he's right it's become too much of a force and there's been too much of a spotlight on like indie wrestling leagues as well now because a lot of the women on the indie circuits were a lot better, and now they're feeding into WWE, into WWE. So it's it's kind of like where did all this talent come from? And it's the indie circuit, so um, they have a whole bastion of issues that is coming their way. I think. I agree. It'll be interesting. I mean, they shut that down again in the nineties yeah. with uh, WCW. Yes. And ECW, they were able yeah. to purchase both of those and take over but they've never been able to touch ring of honor yeah they've never been able to touch a couple of the other big ones I don't new know japan really. pro wrestling is never going to be something that gets bought out by them because it's not beneficial to them right and that's kind of the other name on the street that they keep pulling from so that'll be interesting yeah. ring of honor is like the big one here yes and big time it's crazy yeah and it's very entertaining. They just did their first Madison Square Garden event. So that's like kind of a big deal. They're picking yeah. up steam. The dude from The Bachelor, he was on Rachel's season. So it was three seasons ago. He was he was on The Bachelorette. Uh, he's going to Bachelor in Paradise, which is a great TV show. And I can't wait for it to premiere next week. He wrestles for Ring of Honor. No kidding. And everyone's always like, "Are you gonna, Kenny, are you going to go to the WWE? And he's like, I'd go back. Wait, Kenny? Yeah. Kenny Omega? I don't remember Kenny's last name. Never mind. Kenny King. How the fuck did I forget that? Oh, Kenny, Kenny King. King. <laughs> I'm like, that's his real name. That's amazing. <laughs> so, he does a lot of Ring of Honor. And I guess, back in the day, I think Chris Harvard's season, he was on Tough Enough. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Fucking love Kenny King. <laughs> Him, he's another one where him and his daughter, because he has, um, he's a single dad, and his daughter is the best. Like, we got to see her on The Bachelor and done some more appearances, and they started their own YouTube channel. Aww. And I would watch like a Bravo TLC E reality show about <laughs> Kenny, his fucking mom, and his daughter. That's awesome. All over that. <laughs> Be fake as fuck too, but I'd be okay. <laughs> as they all are. Yeah. But so that's the other part of it. In my kind of bombastic 
like just opinion about this whole Nikki Bella John Cena thing. I don't blame him for doing it if it is fake. Like every one of these is. So <laughs> right. And it's not that I blame them. I just totally think it is. Yeah. Do you watch Total Divas too? I don't. Really? I need to. I like it better. I watched Total Bellas because Sam and I got drunk and put it on TV. And Store I watched, checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the full first season in like half a day because they're only... Yeah, they're pretty easy to fly through. And when you aren't watching commercials because you're downloading them, it's... Right yeah, there. 22 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Total Divas is fun. It gives a little bit more of an authentic look at their lives, I think. Um, But there's a huge issue with WWE because Vince McMahon originally, originally hated it because it doesn't follow the timeline of WWE, Raw, and SmackDown. So they'd be talking about how someone is champion on the show and that, that person's not champion in real life. So yeah. they were like trying to steer whoever was WWE champion for the women away from it. Uh, they'd be talking about, you know, the road to WrestleMania and they're going into the winter time and Survivor Series or whatever. So it's kind of funny because they don't line up, but, um, but it's cool. It's, it, um, gives a little bit more of a look and it's not so dramatic, but, um, but there's still drama, of course. <laughs> but you also don't have the Bella family, which I think is part of the best of the show. Yeah, well, and they were the two that started it, so, and Paige was, like, the other fan favorite on Total Divas, and now she had to retire, so, it's a little bit more diluted, but it's a fun show. It's fun to watch. If you like Total Bells, you'll love Total Divas. And they're not divas anymore in WWE vernacular, is the other thing. It started when the Divas Championship was what the Women's Championship is called, but it's pivoted so drastically toward higher quality wrestling that they vacated that title and it's now just the women's WWE title on both shows so oh that's cool yeah it's pretty great and the divas thing started with the attitude era yes big time and (laughs) she was amazing as was lita but that was also she also dated edge really Mm -hmm. trisha's i think so i didn't know that it was a storyline I'm it, learning so much. <laughs> and, I, and I'm pretty sure she's a Playboy Playboy family. She was. That I know. Yeah. yeah. But now she's they a were no teacher? I think so. Yeah. Or she has like um, DVDs and stuff. Like she has a yeah, she, yoga oh, she lifestyle brand yeah. kind of thing. She does the exercise workouts. She does the exercises. <laughs> she yeah, does she, the working outs. But... Yeah, well, and then the Attitude Era, there was actually a ratings war, so right. there was a need for, like, sex and drama, and that's when it was kind of the soap opera for men, is, yeah. as it got uh, titled. Now we just kind of realize that it's, it's a reality show. Right, right. <laughs> so but that wasn't around then. Right, exactly. That was the reality show before Survivor came in, and then, like, then Ooh. people identified it as reality shows. Gross. I don't, yeah, I can't get into Survivor, Big Brother, like, those aren't, those aren't my jam. No, me neither. So, what was your favorite part of the two-part episode that we watched? Ooh. I really liked, honestly, JJ and his mom getting lit was pretty great. (laughs) I think JJ and his mom touring 
the France, thing. yeah. It was cool. Uh, JJ TPing the house. That was amazing. As far as the Bachelorette stuff goes, um, man, she just really did look miserable the whole time, which is so she sad. Really did. But I think what would the chateau that they were at was amazing. Like, just seeing the architecture around that and stuff was pretty cool. But her purple shirt was my favorite. You hated it, that. I did. <laughs> but I liked it. Like, couldn't hear anything she said over that shirt. Like, <laughs> what are you wearing? They did tea time, and she wore a very purple shirt and a bird's nest veil and gloves. <laughs> and the purple shirt had, like, shoulder pads that didn't make sense. No. They didn't do the job of a shoulder pad. I'm not sure it what weird. it was supposed to be. I don't think the designer knows. <laughs> yeah. It was ugly. Yeah. She also, she's a pretty girl when she wears less makeup. We were talking about that, right. too. Like, Brie always look more natural. And when Nikki is, like, just getting up in the morning, she looks prettier than when it's, like, let me plaster my face. <laughs> right. All right, do we miss anything about that? What was your favorite part? Uh, JJ. JJ was great. And honestly, it seemed pretty authentic when they were talking about the attacks. Like, that was really cool of them to kind of, they talked about just like a guy on the street. They were talking to him about his experience. He was a native Parisian and just like how he was kind of working through that fear. And um, that seemed pretty real, which was cool. Like, I liked that they did that and them taking over Paris was pretty cute. <laughs> I like that. And I, I always like shows, reality, non-reality, whatever it may be, where they do a good job of discussing anxiety. And yes. Mama Bella's fight with anxiety has been really present this season, and I don't know if it's just gotten worse, or if she's not been willing to talk about it on previous seasons, but it's definitely gotten worse, and the first time that she started really talking about her anxiety of driving, they did this fucked up thing where they put in a second foot brake, and they kept randomly braking just to scare the shit out of her. That's, that's how, messed up. Quote, unquote, they were going to solve her anxiety. And Daniel Bryan was in the car. Or Brian Daniel, whatever. I don't know what his fucking name is. <laughs> Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that one. Bree's husband. That's yes. what we're going to go with. <laughs> Bree's husband was in the car and kind of got out and actually calmed her down because he has anxiety. Yeah, really bad. He's yeah. really open about it. Always has been. Yeah, and he actually like helped her like, come back to normal, because she was having a full panic attack. Well, yeah. As I would, too. And so to see JJ not be an asshole and actually (laughs) do things to try and help her was cool. Yeah, more guided things, at least, too. Like, even if that was a solution in his head, it just puts a magnifying glass over the whole thing. But All right, do you have recommendations? Ooh, of what? What to watch? What to watch, podcast. Ooh. We had to do it all. I mean, tune in for WWE Raw and SmackDown always, every week. Um, what am what? I watching? I'm re-watching The West Wing. It's amazing. And too relevant. And Glow, since we're talking wrestling. Season 2 is better than Season 1. They're... Awesome, because it's set in the 80s, so... And Glow was a real thing. I don't know yeah. if people know that, but... Yeah. The Glorious Ladies of Wrestling... They were on The Bachelorette, too. 
Oh, really? Oh, The Bachelor. Yeah. Ari season. Oh. Oh, Ari. I don't watch it at all, but I hate Ari. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know too much about him. The one thing that I know is too much. <laughs> he was super boring. That's what everybody said. And like, that's super cute. And then a total jerk at the end. I, I have differing opinions on that. I think the way he did it was fucked up, but there was no right way to do it. And that moment felt very produced to me because the only reason to have cameras at their quote unquote happy couple weekends so that he could break up with her was so that she could get the sympathy and do sympathy and it would make sense for her to be the bachelorette because there was other people that were in the running to be the bachelorette ahead of her because she's also boring. Okay. But like be a person and don't do that. <laughs> like don't have cameras in the room and you're going to do that. There's also not a lot of choice you get there. Yeah. Well, don't make love a competition. Sure. <laughs> I'm very anti that but, climate. Screw you. Wait, do you watch the proposal now? No. I don't either. That's I, too much. That's like married at first sight. I just can't. It's a bad idea. Yeah, no. And ABC keeps fucking proving that they don't do complete background checks on their contestants. Talk about a network getting sued. Two of the people on The Bachelorette, one of them's like... Getting convicted of sexual assault. Oh, yeah, I heard about that one. And then the other one's just an idiot. (laughs) He just kept, like, retweeting and liking racist shit. And the spoilers, 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 are that he wins. Gross. (laughs) Yeah. Ugh. But also, she's boring. Well... In the name I, of racism, didn't it take them like 25 seasons to have anybody of color be a bachelor or bachelorette? Yes. And Rachel was awesome. I love her. She's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Kenny, the wrestler. Kenny King. Her scene. Kenny, Kenny King. Kenny King, Kenny King. Right? How did I forget that? I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. What else do you have to recommend? <laughs> <laughs> the West Wing. Actual wrestling. What else? I'm going to go ahead and recommend for you. Ooh. Very go for it. No. <laughs> I That's good wallpaper TV, I call it. Like, just out in the background while I'm cleaning or whatever, I do that. Simply watching it for how her and her husband interact is amazing. Oh, I have a recommendation, but it's not in season right now. Okay. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So good. Didn't that get canceled? No, it's in its last season. But she only wanted it to be a four-season show anyway. They do an amazing job. Like, it's fun and funny. But they also take on, like, mental illness, um, gay stereotypes, bisexuality. um, A couple characters come out in the show and it's not like, this is a gay person. Like, it's just really well done and very tasteful. And um, they take on her mental illness and a suicide attempt really, 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 really well. Mm-hmm. And there's three musical numbers an episode, and it's great. Like you just got me out of it. But they're they're not like all Broadway style. Like they're really fucking funny <laughs> and really well done. And as a music nerd myself, like I just appreciate the arrangements that go into them. Like you immediately identify like that's an Ed Sheeran parody or. That's a 
token pop song or whatever, and they do, then the lyrics are hysterical. Like, they do a really, really good job. But season three went from, it was really funny to, like, holy shit, this is, like, dark and became a dramedy, and it's it's really, 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 really good. So watch that. I'm obsessed with it. It's one of the few things I watch in real time. Like, I was actually, like, on Friday nights waiting for it to come on my television on CW. And I never do that, because why commercials ever? So yeah, I don't watch anything real time. Yeah, I, that's the only thing it was, because I was, like, actually compelled to sit down at my television and watch it as soon as I could. It was really, really, really good. Well, the final... Uh, we're recording on Sunday. So the final tell-all for 90 Day Fiancé... For 90 Day Fiancé, Happily Ever After, airs, like... Right fucking now. But so does the finale of Total Dallas. <laughs> True. <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise is coming up, which we're going to re- do record on. So I definitely recommend that. Uh, Before the 90 Days, which is a- another 90 Day Fiance spinoff, which is great. I don't know. Can I not recommend something? Can I tell you something I hate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This should be how you close your shows. I hate tiny houses and i hate tiny house hunters have you seen this no because i hate hgtv oh okay so you wouldn't watch it anyway i don't get it i don't get tiny houses if you have to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a house anyway just get a fucking condo where you can actually stand up i think it's child abuse to raise your kids in one it, i hate tiny houses and now they've made a show looking for tiny houses and they're all the same because it's like all the problems are the same. It's like, oh, it's it's great, but it's too small. Well, because it's a fucking tiny house. It's it's too much. What do you? What shows are watching? Oh, uh, that Netflix show that's so good, Frank and Gracie. I love. I that should have been at the top of the Lemmy list. But one of the characters, Coyote, <laughs> he lives in a tiny house. I is that season three? I think so. I only made it, like, halfway through season two, which is stupid because I watched season one in, like, two days. It's so good. I know. Love I when, when the new season came out, I binged it in a night, and then I was like, why did I do that? Oh, my God. Because it's so good. Yeah, it's you really don't want to turn it off. It's so good. And um, The Dangerous Mrs. Maisel, I heard, is very good, but I haven't watched it yet, but I want to. It's amazing. Okay, good. I'll watch it. watch it. I heard it's just, like bonkers incredible (laughs) great it's supposedly like somewhat based on joan river's life oh that makes sense actually she's the inspiration for the character they did a documentary about her and it was really sad but really good i miss her she was hilarious yeah what do you recommend not watching what's like something on tv that you're just like oh my god get this off of my television there's just not a lot of that because i just like a lot of bad shit. That is true. So I'm just like... Eh, Verified. I'll yeah. I'll watch it. Uh, just in general, UFC. <laughs> I think that's partly overexposure. <laughs> it really is. Because I don't think I'd hate it if it wasn't on 24-7. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And I've been trying to think of... There was something I was watching the other day that I was like, oh, I am totally recommending on this on the pod. I don't remember. Oh, well. Anyway... <laughs> Got any final notes? Um, just, it's not real. <laughs> In summation, it's not real. And on that note. <laughs>
<laughs> follow us on all the socials. Email us. Tell us what to watch, what to look out for, what you guys love, what you guys hate. Send us all the things. Um, follow us on social media. Rate and subscribe. Share with your friends. Get it out there. Uh, Hell yeah. Thanks and yeah. email them and tell them how fake it is. Be like, no, it's not a real relationship. Just put it in the subject line, it's fake. And then just put C, John Cena, and Nikki Bill. <laughs> just flood her inbox with that. JK, I still want to be her friend, so don't do that. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.